Hello, I'm Professor Nigel Adams, the Director of the Buckingham Enterprise and Innovation Unit, commonly known as BU. Um, I'm pleased to say we've started this set of podcasts and uh, the first is going to be with one of our alumni and uh, the gentleman concerned, he'd be surprised already that I'm calling him a gentleman, is Matthew Campbell. And um, I should remember how long ago he graduated. It was one or two years. Um, But I'm going to ask him a few questions. He's going to probably ask me a few questions because I'm sure he'd like to know what's going on in Buckingham. And uh, we'll see how we can make it entertaining and interesting. So, Matthew, um, uh, uh, where are you from? Oh, well, um, yeah, well, first off, I'd like to thank you very much for um, having me. Um, where I'm from is uh, a wee town just outside of Belfast called Newton Abbey. Um, yeah, it's the accent. I wouldn't have noticed. <laughs> um, and uh, a bit about your background would be great. Um, uh, in fact, because we're... Um, BBE and BU, we know a lot about our students, but uh, just tell everybody else about your background, please. Yeah, yeah, of course. So um, pretty much, yeah, yeah. So I was in um, in kind of high school before university. And one of the things that I kind of struggled with was I didn't really know what I wanted to do. Um, and that was something that, that, that really got on my nerves because you had these people who were like, you know what, I'm going to be a doctor. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I was sort of, I just didn't really know what I wanted to do, but something that I did know and something that, that really stood out to me was, um, was business and was actually running my own business because my parents actually run their own business as well. And I think from a young age, I kind of caught that bug, um, and it kind of got me hooked. So, um, after, after, after school, I was thinking about university and I, like, I did want to go to university, um, but to be quite honest and not to be negative of, of all universities, I felt like I didn't want to do three to four years in a course like business management or economics or something like that, which isn't really going to practically help me. So I, I think it was my dad who came across um, the University of Buckingham. And I remember ages ago, we well, like we flew over um and we uh, like we spent the day at the university um and it was the first time i met um yourself nigel and i think i kind of arrived there and went okay yeah this is like this is the course for me like like this is where i belong type of thing interesting you said your dad found it that's pretty good going isn't it um funny enough you're not the only one who said that to me um had others like that uh, dads or mums or uncles or others doing it um and what what do you think um got him to find us because one of our entertaining or luck so entertaining situations we don't have uh, as many students applying as we think we should have and uh, mm-hmm. one of the things we've got to do is improve that so what what how did he find us um to be quite honest, I'm not exactly sure <laughs> how how he found it. He is he does have this amazing habit of just finding some things of, like on the internet, like like appropriate jobs and stuff like that. Um, at, at, like he just has a knack for it. But something um something that he knew and he kind of understood my situation a lot, just kind of about how I didn't want to go into a course without like without kind of getting experience, I didn't want to be locked into your course for three or four years mm. um, type of thing. And I think he just searched like like entrepreneurial degrees or entrepreneurial things like that, like start your own business as part of your course type of thing. So um, he kind of he kind of understood 
what I was looking for and then was able to find it. I don't know how he was able to find it, but he was able to find it um, somehow. Yeah, amazing. Um, what's uh, what's um, fun, of course, is that um, you, you should tell the, the listeners what business your dad and mum are in and, and how brilliant your mother is at it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So my parents um, set up and run their, their own balloon business. So they print messages on the balloons. Uh, they've been running it for, um, like, to be quite honest, I probably... I don't I don't know how long but it's like like it's been well it's been at least like 24 years uh, like cuz they've been running it since I um since I was young um and yeah 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 so my mum's um works uh, works uh, works with the printing machine and I know during my tenure at um at the university I was finding as many excuses to um to get balloons over so I think I think we put your um uh, your face on a balloon. Um, we had put a poster on a balloon and all like that, and it, and it was just it was really good fun. <laughs> well, yeah, the poster was amazing because it, it was a picture of me and saying my favourite phrase, which is Matthew. Uh, not bad, not bad. And not if you get all. not bad at all, and if you get really good, it's not bad at all at all. And uh, we they, they still today the students recognise that, and so um, it's 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 wonderful. It's also amazing that we did that. You very kindly did that for our tenth anniversary. Yeah. Now it is in January. We will be coming up to our fifteenth anniversary. Oh, wow. You see, that shows me how long ago it was that you were at Buckingham, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, time, time flies. It does not, it does not feel like uh, it's been about five years. <laughs> well, we're, we're in the same state because we, we can't believe it either. It's just unbelievable. Um, and the, the other thoughts were, going back to those early days, um, and you were a young gentleman who, I think, had you been to England before? Um, so I don't, I don't think so. Um, I don't think I had really ventured out um <laughs> past my neighborhood uh apart from the occasional holiday and i think and i think that um i think that kind of shown a lot and and like something that um that i actually forgot to mention earlier on but something that um was quite important was i was quite a quiet and quiet and shy person <laughs> i didn't um i was i like to be quite honest i was very easily like spooked and frightened um and that was actually something i remember i remember my parents kind of telling me uh, um this after the fact when i actually moved over to university they were actually really nervous for me because they were worried in case um i wouldn't be able to meet anyone or i wouldn't be able to survive and they told me as soon as i like i moved into my flat i basically told them to get out and let me kind of do my own thing um, <laughs> but yeah that that was um yeah, that was something kind of like like before university i was i was the quietest person like um i'd go to like teacher um parent teacher nights and the teachers would be like oh yeah like, like matthew barely says a word like he's so quiet type of thing <laughs> um but you you and we, we we had kind of influence on you didn't we really yeah like um and like i don't say this kind of lightly or anything like that i feel like my time at um at like a business enterprise has has been life-changing because i think um yeah, one of the things that i commend is yeah like it's kind of yourself nigel because you would throw us into situations where there would be no way to kind of get out of it type of thing and i know that sounds really really bad but that that was kind of what i needed where you needed someone to go yeah matthew you're doing this 
And I think because of that, it just meant that my comfort zone got bigger and bigger and bigger. And I remember, and it's and it's probably one of my one of my proudest moments in my life to date. And I'm very glad that you kind of mentioned about the tenth anniversary of BBA. But going up there and actually talking in front of um, I don't know, it was like a hundred, two hundred people, um, and just seeing on how much I changed from like because I was right at the very end of the course and just saying about if you told me that I would I would chat in front of a hundred people or two hundred people. I would probably be terrified and say you're you're lying. You're not you're not telling the truth. Um, but actually, actually seeing that progress of that, um, I, I like of those two years and just seeing all the accomplishments that that I did and was able to do is like it's certainly like like very life changing. Which again, I don't I don't use that word lightly because mm-hmm. um i know a lot of people are like oh like this this trip over here was life whatever whatever um this this for me was it was it was like genuinely life-changing and one thing i always remember you being the young man from belfast or as you said you used to say you say well i always remember you talking to the chinese girls or when they when you arrived and, and them asking you where you were from and you said it and they said yeah pardon and then you said belfast <laughs> yeah it it was it, it was quite a strong accent you had when you started wasn't it <clears throat> definitely definitely like um and i think i think that's something that has kind of well i hope decreased um i always feel like i chat to people in england and they're like oh oh like i like yeah, like you sound Irish, and then I go home, and my sister's like, "Oh, you sound English." And I'm like, oh, um, "But I remember it was like it was like the very first day. All of us were sitting, um, all like bright faced um, and ready to learn. And you went around and did and did in- introductions with everyone. Yep. And I remember saying this like whole sh- like spiel about my background. It was maybe like like maybe like at like a couple of minutes. And I remember you turning around to uh, the Chinese students and was like. Um, and like so what did he say and they just were blank faced they just did not have a baldy on what I said but I think I think I think that that in itself was actually quite a good learning for me um, and especially now in my current job where I'm speaking to people from different countries um, yeah. like I need to I need to realize that I do talk very quickly and I do have a bit of a thick accent even though I can't hear it um, so just kind of slowing down pronunciating things a little bit better um like that's something that i learned very very early from the university <laughs> I, I always remember i thought you talking saying you talked fast and you t- i told you i was going to go down to um to a, a conference an enterprise educators conference in cork and mm. i'll never forget your words you said oh, they talk fast down there oh, they do. <laughs> oh man like i would um back back ages ago i'd get calls from um at, like like from people in the republic um like for my like for my parents business and i'd pick up the phone and afterwards i'd just say to them i'd be like i have no notion what they said their number contains a zero that's all i got i'm so sorry <laughs> that type of thing <laughs> oh wonderful brilliant stuff um now the, the one thing you did which has been remembered um you know, to name a certain other person who you well know and that's sean um mm. you are one of the only teams we've ever known who actually came together as a team literally within what days was it of starting it was it was it was actually from the first day <laughs> it it's 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 like a really weird like coincidence type of thing because we we uh, we sat beside each other in the first day and we started 
talking. And then what we worked out is that we lived next door, um, which in Buckingham. <laughs> yeah, uh, he isn't Irish. <laughs> like next door, uh, like next door, like in Buckingham. Um, I uh, I hadn't met him before, so it was like completely coincidental. Um, and then I remember just kind of walking home. Um, which I'm actually kind of thankful that he was there because otherwise I would get lost, um, to be quite honest. But I remember walking home and just talking over the business ideas that we had. And I think I think it was like maybe the second or third day we kind of decided on what we wanted to do. And then uh, and then it was just kind of off to the races type of thing. It was quite amazing because you are still in the 15 years of the of the BBA program. You're still the only ones who, within a day, had mm. met each other, decided you were going to work together, and did so for the two years. Yeah, like I, I I'm, <clears throat> I, I don't really know kind of exactly what it is, um, but I think it was just one of those things where we just clicked, like it just kind of worked. Yeah. Um. And yeah, like like I think I think we went kind of steady throughout the two years we didn't really have any um any any major falling out and we're still kind of talking now we're still very close now so um so well, of course of... you're both in london aren't you yeah yeah yeah, yeah both in london both well, in we're, london. we're gonna we'll talk about that in a little bit then where you are um who else do you remember from the group in your in your year <clears throat> oh i i remember um practically everyone so like mark coco um Coco, baby. by the way, is as you would imagine, is a young Chinese lady. Mm. <laughs> um B B um oh, Lydia, like yeah. Emmy, uh Piero, um Um I I remember a few people from from the year below as well, because they were um they were all uh yeah, like they were all really good crack as well. <laughs> good crack i love it i love it uh, well they're all going on and we're, we're going to try and talk to as many of them as we possibly can because hopefully people will find it quite interesting as to what on earth has gone on what it was like and what did you what did you feel um about your time when you you got into booking what was your what was your what's one of your well you've said one of your favorite moments any other favorite points that, that really stand out in in your memory of Buckingham? um well yeah um like kind of the biggest that i mentioned there is the um is the is the ten year um one, um the 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 other one that 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 kind of really stood out was was the, um um like kind of towards the end of um end of the first kind of term or the first or second term we um we had a lot kind of going on um where we had like like the business plan we had the exams we had the pitch and I remember kind of going into the pitch being really nervous like not wanting to let Sean down, not uh, not wanting to let you down, Nigel. Not wanting to mm. to to get um, some difficult or some horrible question from the panel. But we went in and we were able to to kind of say what we needed to say, and um, very like very uh, very luckily, and all, and also I'm very thankful for it as well. We were able to kind of get all the money that we uh, that we asked for, um, which which I think was a very good like achievement to do and um and that was something that was quite quite big um for me um because again it was only it was only like maybe three four months into the course or maybe six months into the course i can't even remember to be quite honest um and and i was still quite a quite a nervous person so i was like the first kind of biggest like biggest achievements and i think it's interesting the um the 
I think you were the one first group that we had a go at, at um, broadcasting the pitches live over the internet, I think. Exactly. And if I remember, your dad and mum were watching, and one of their complaints was the sound wasn't high enough. Well, of course, we should all complain to Christian about that, shouldn't we? But uh, we, we enjoy doing that. But it, it, I, I always remember that. They, they were definitely very interested in how it went. And, of course, we were extremely proud when you got well, you got the money, you got the approval, and it, it was all good stuff. Um, yeah. The, um, <clears throat> the other thing is is the um about learning um uh, you've said a bit about what you've learned and certainly you've changed as a person we know that but what, what are any other learning points that you really got from the whole bbe buckingham approach and, and the whole way in which we do things yeah so um in terms of kind of like the academic stuff i think we learned quite a broad range so again like not to go into a huge amount of detail about this because i could probably talk all day about it um but like we learned stuff about like finance marketing operations uh law which i think is honestly the law has probably helped me out more than i realized um and a lot of and a lot of kind of a lot of kind of other general top like business topics like that to be quite honest what what i would say that i think was kind of the most useful is a lot of this there's a different lens kind of thrown on it so it wasn't as in like okay you do the exact same thing um like you do the exact same thing as everyone else but another lens of going okay well how can you do this differently how can you think differently in the same way that we were kind of when we were working with our like business plan we had different tools and different resources to view a business plan instead of the the very bog standard business plan that you would have type of thing mm -hmm. um so i think like uh, uh, uh like i did learn a lot of like academics but i felt like it was through like you did have the general okay this is all the topics that you need to know to kind of succeed in business type of thing but here's another way to view it or here's another way to be in it innovative mm. or here's another way to think type of thing yeah i think you, you reminded me you have of your your um time on doing law mm. and i don't know if you remember what you said about your study of law because i i, I remember something about it when, when you talked about your uh, terms and conditions do you remember that yes yeah so we we kind of got a little bit stuck in terms of our terms and conditions and in terms of our contract which took probably a little bit longer uh, than we would have liked to kind of work on that but but i think like if you don't if you don't kind of do your own thing if you don't kind of get stuck into these things then you're never going to really really learn so it was quite a good kind of learning experience to see um how all of that works even though even though if i'm if i'm completely honest if i'm ever needing to write a contract i'm probably going to go to a lawyer because uh I wasn't very good at writing a contract or I wasn't very good at that. So, <laughs> but, but you do know when to go to a lawyer and when, when you need to go to a lawyer, that's one of the things we wanted to get through to everybody mm. to understand what is it part of it. But the other thing I'll always remember you and Sean said was that you um, were, were had learned more about your business and how it operated when you were writing the terms and conditions with Glenn in those days. And, and you actually learned one heck of a lot about the actual business from writing the terms and conditions and thinking it through. And I thought that was a very, very good point. It, <clears throat> yeah, like exactly, because I think that's the thing about, um, yeah, that's the thing that we find when we were kind of going through that, because you kind of have to label yourself within the law as what you are 
And because of that, you then need to think, okay, well, if we're labeling ourselves as this, then how are we going to work with this? And in the same way that like, like it's kind of like a spider's web where you're like, okay, like I'll do a contract and we'll work out this. But then the more that you dig into that and the more details that you pull, the more webs you make. And then the, and then you're like, okay, well, okay, well to write about this bit in the contract, we need to work out this, 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 and this Absolutely. type of thing. Um, Absolutely. So it's it was framework, a framework, isn't it? Exactly. It, yeah, like exactly. It was a very good, it was a very good kind of, kind of learn experience to get the, to get the foundations of what that business is. No, it, 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 it was a very good point you made. But now you 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 survived two years. Um, yeah. You were you were still friends with Sean and are still friends with Sean at the end, which is pretty good. I know some people have managed to get through to about the last term and then completely fall out and not talk to each other. So you've done wonderfully well. Um, what happened then? You then were a graduate, weren't you? You actually yeah. had a, an honours degree in business enterprise. Or... Yeah. Yeah. So. Um... The plan, the plan that we wanted to go to was that we did want to do, to run our business um, after university. But what we, what the both of us realised was that we were two very broke um, students and we wouldn't be able to support ourselves. So what what I did is is I kind of, uh, sorry, excuse me, um, I kind of travelled back home um, just to kind of regain focus on what I wanted to do. And pretty early on, I realized, okay, well, I, in Belfast, the startup scene isn't as built up as it is here in England. So a very good example of that, there's maybe one or two startup, um, startup hubs. Um, while in London, there's probably hundreds, if not thousands of them type of thing. Um, and then also I kind of realized that, you know what? I'm kind of a little bit bored of Belfast, so let's let's kind of move somewhere over a little bit more exciting. So, so what I did is is I signed up um, on delivery uh, just as a part time job to kind of get some money in um, on a bike that I should not have been cycling on. I just want to add that, and then <laughs> I set up just a kind of small e commerce business up on the side. Um, to be quite honest, I kind of regret starting it up because it was a business for the sake of money. It didn't really have a purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was good experience and I actually really enjoyed just kind of digging into the analytics and all like that. Um, but with a view, a view to kind of move over to, um, to London. So within, I think it was six months and many, many, uh, job applications. Um, I moved over to London actually, um, three years ago in August. So, um, wow. Yeah. And then from there I joined, it was, it was an e-commerce tech startup. I was the third London employee, um, in that company, probably the, maybe the between like 20th and 30th employee in the entire company, um, which I did that for, for a year and a half. And that was, um, that was kind of in a customer success role, but because it was so, um, because there was so few people in the company, it was kind of a, general role of um like of everything and that was and that was kind of good to kind of dip my toe into that um after that then i uh, worked in a recruitment tech company which was actually really really good because it was helping people in the situation that um i was in where i didn't know what i wanted to do and i wanted to work in a startup type of thing so Mm -hmm. that um that was really good and i kind of jumped around in that so i started off kind of in a customer facing role as in the startups and then I moved towards 
the candidates and um, what like what I really liked about that role and what I really liked about startups in general is you could just pinball all over those um, roles yeah. and yeah. and in that one um, I switched to kind of uh, the candidate side and like solely developed the candidate assessment process which is really really good um, however however um, as it's as it's like with most kind of startups um, in March there right before kind of the whole pandemic hit um the ceo kind of sat us down and said i'm really sorry we're out of money um everyone's everyone's on leave uh so that was a bit of a tense thing right before right before the um right before the pandemic unfortunately um and i've just moved into a, a new job uh, like i started in march and that's uh an account executive at a, a live-in care startup so so it's quite a, a quite a range like like quite a range of industries, um, um, but kind of all kind of customer facing. And and what um, and what's the size of your this current startup you're working with? So so the current startup is <clears throat> it, like it's probably more scale up. We um, are probably about a hundred people with wow. a view on hiring a few more, like at least in our team by the end of the year. Um, so like the recruitment tech company which i forgot to mention was seven people um mm-hmm. and i was the maybe the fifth or the sixth hire uh um so this this i think has been quite an interesting experience to be quite honest because i'm used to i'm used to kind of the the instability and the um the craziness involved with like very little people in the company and having to take on many hats this yeah. current role is quite interesting because it is one i'm with i'm with a larger company so yeah. everything's a bit more defined but it still is startup crazy as well where things will change every day or yeah. things like that so it's quite like it's quite an interesting mix because it's something that i've never experienced before and, and it's the world you like yeah and it's the world i like but it's the world i like with a bit more stability because that was something that i found uh with the previous companies um is being that small it's so unstable um and i think and i think to be quite honest that's something that i have kind of learned from where i'm like i do really enjoy being in the small companies right at the start but probably not the best idea when i'm trying to like fill up my savings or when i'm trying to gain experience it's probably better to get into a little bit of a bigger company that's a little bit more established and then maybe come back to that later in life and did that um, this this situation? You were relatively easy to uh, was it relatively easy for you to get the, the the new role? Because obviously a lot of people were were suffering with 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 furloughing and all the rest. Of you managed in March to get a new job. That's pretty good. Yeah. Right? So so <clears throat> it was it was actually like a really really lucky situation. So uh, the previous CEO COO, my mistake of the recruitment company, sent um, all of us all of us customer facing people um, an email to say that these people are hiring. I applied on Tuesday. I had a first phone call on Wednesday, the second stage on Thursday. Then I had the last stage um, on Friday, which took about three hours in total. Uh, and then I got the offer on Friday night. I started on Tuesday. So it was, it was one week, one week kind of turnaround um in the um in the entirety of it and and actually as well like what um what what i really liked 
in the interview was we had the we had the the chief customer success officer um in one of my interviews on the on the friday and we were talking about um like the recruitment company and about how that went belly up unfortunately and and he was like um so like i can see from your cv that you're very entrepreneurial and i can see that you've run a lot of business and you've had a lot of experience with that so like what would you do differently in the company um which was quite an interesting question which yeah. which i think he picked up on just kind of a lot of the a lot of the experience of running like running the business and bbe and, and all like that and again are people quite surprised when they hear about bbe because we're still amazed because nobody still not enough people know about it mm-hmm. and when they hear about it they tend to be quite excited and interested have you mentioned much about your bba activities and- um to be quite honest um whenever anyone asks me about my degree i just can't stop talking about it uh <laughs> to be quite honest and um yeah yeah so i tell like i tell practically anyone who wants to listen about it um and just tell them about okay well look like you're able to set up and run your own business and i feel like a lot of people are um like are really surprised at that and i think that that's for me and again i i feel like i have quite a quite a pessimistic view of university just because you're in university for three four years the stuff you learn about when you start university is kind of invalid by the time you leave just because it's out of date or it's not relevant or you don't get any experience um so like for me I, 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 like it's something that i shout from the rooftops because i feel like it gave me that edge when i was applying for jobs when i had no experience because um yes i had no experience in inverted commas mm. um but i did have experience because i would actually ran a business for two years um type of thing and it's the look of surprise on any employer or HR person's face when they go, you did what? Exactly. Uh, that's exactly. But it's also, come you coming back and asking for looking for people and you said that you wanted to hire people who were BBEs. What was the background? What was the reason for that? So um, I know I know in the kind of, in the recruitment company and um, in, in the retail tech company, um, that was something that I liked to push because um because because I know the caliber of the people who are coming out of the university I know that they'll I know that they'll think like me and I know that mm-hmm. um I know that they'll actually work well in like a mm-hmm. startup situation and I know and I know in the recruitment company I was working a lot with um Bavik who was in the year above me to, to help mm-hmm. find him a job and we did actually find him a um an internship as well but it's just kind of like having like you kind of know the people that you're in um mm. because it is kind of like everyone 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 in bba has kind of the same mindset it, yeah, like maybe not maybe not necessarily the same way of thinking because people have different perspectives but mm. they have the same spark like they have yeah. Yeah, like they have that like drive and they have that effort so even if even if they were given something that they didn't really want to do they would still go okay I'm going to do this no matter what. Like I want to step out of my comfort zone type of thing. Yeah, again, that's what we, we try and help. And I think the other thing, one thing I mustn't forget, in fact, we've got a new 
two new um, relatively new ladies who are running a, a careers activity but more than careers they're trying to get careers embedded into the whole of the university and we're working with them and they've got a virtual um, careers um, fair coming up in October and in fact um, if you're looking for people I'd, I'd be very happy to have you invited along and it's a virtual thing so you don't have to be there but it would be quite interesting we perhaps we could talk about it afterwards yeah yeah I can certainly um, I can certainly kind of um, have a chat with um, Alec with work about that and, and let's see what we can do to help that'd be marvelous that'd be marvelous now um what else uh, thinking about the time you you you've worked with startup and you other things um what kind of memory do you have and how have you used what you learned in bbe in your various role your two or three roles that you've had are there some examples you could give me yeah so like i would say um i, I would say there's kind of uh, like there's probably a hand like a handful of major things that come to mind i think i think the first is realizing just how chaotic a startup is and how like how chaotic um university life was like just in the sense of like you had a lot going on and you just had to like juggle a lot of things and that was something that i learned kind of um kind of pretty early in those kind of startup roles is there's uh, there's a lot of moving parts there's a lot going on and i feel like if i didn't have that inverted commas trial by fire with the pitch and the exams or i didn't have the the busyness of university um i wouldn't have been as ready as when i got into um when i got into a job um i think as well just kind of like like maybe this kind of comes from the course as well but just the sheer determination to to succeed um and just kind of push push forward because i know in university there was always problems that we had but i always stuck at them and i remember there was one time and it was a really like a really minor thing but with the first job that i was in um i remember that my computer had an issue with microphones and i had to use a microphone like constantly and and i just had to like push through it and make sure to solve it because otherwise I wouldn't be able to do my job. And that was something that my boss commended me on, on kind of saying like, I really, I really like your drive. I really like the way that you solve this problem, even though you didn't really have to, which I think is something that I learned um, from BBE. And I think, and I think kind of the biggest as well, and I know I've kind of spoken about it before is just, is just confidence. Like mm. just being able to go, okay, well, obviously, obviously this is a new situation. Obviously this is something that, I don't know, but just having the confidence to go, okay, well, they're telling me to make a presentation and present it. Okay, I can do that. Or they're telling me to pick up the phone and call this customer. Okay, I can do that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was and it was just that, like just um, just making sure that like I have the confidence in myself and in my abilities to to I like to do everything type of thing. Yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's, it's a whole can-do approach, isn't it? That's what we're trying to get into people. That you know, exactly. it's not the negative approach. It's not the it's not the oh oh dear, we can't do that approach. It's the okay, we've yeah, done it once, like, so we can do it again. Exactly. Um, <clears throat> it like it reminds me of a quote that my my granddad used to say, where it's like, um, it's like they say you to like they tell you to jump, you just jump. Like you like, no, sorry, sorry. I said the quote wrong. Uh, they tell you to jump and you say hi hi type of thing. Yeah, it was just that type of thing where it's where it's like having that where you're like, okay, well, they want me to do this. Okay, I'll do it. I can do it. I can solve this no matter what. 
Absolutely. And um, we've, um, we've come to an end, actually, which is very disappointing. I'm, I'm, I'm really pleased we've decided to do these podcasts because, mm. um, as you can imagine, I have great fun talking to you and uh, your, your colleagues, and your your predecessors and your the people afterwards. But um, looking back, um, what do you think you would say to yourself on your first day um, in Buckingham on BBE? Uh, like actually, funnily enough, I was I was thinking about this ages ago, uh, actually quite quite recently. Um, and you know what? Like, this is probably going to come across like a little machine, a little bit cringy. So I do apologize. <laughs> but I probably, yeah, like I probably tell myself, I'll just say like, look, don't panic, <laughs> don't don't actually don't worry about what's going to happen. You're like you're going to be fine. Just kind of deal with like just kind of like like experience university experience bba because because that's that's what it was it was it was like such an experience because i met lifelong friends um i got experience of running a business i learned a whole bunch of academic stuff in the background um and it's just one of those things where it's just like just relax just go with the flow and just in in like enjoy yourself really yeah 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 that's that's great um, and, and well it's been very good and i think we had a great choice of having you as the first um and you're not going to be the last and mm. i hope you'll be able to listen to a few of these things but what we what we're going to do is give them out and make sure people such as the current bbas hear it but also mm. we're going to use it to to promote the program and spread the word about what we do and and so it's been very good and it's also useful for people to hear what it's like to go join a startup which mm. again um, we'd love it if people leave and start their own but getting more experience but in a startup environment is so different as you you explained very clearly in the whole thing but that's great matthew thank you very much for all your time and and your effort and after a hard day's work which we're, we're both both just finished or what we about to finish um any other comments you want to make? Um, I don't. I don't think there's anything else on on my end. Just thank you very much for kind of um, having me um, today, and I really appreciate you kind of thinking of me and coming to me to um, I'd like to help out. Very good. And as I said, that was Matthew Campbell, who graduate of Buckingham Business Enterprise Honours Degree, and I'm Nigel Adams, Professor Nigel Adams, um, Director of Buckingham Enterprise and Innovation Unit. Thank you again, and um, I hope you will join us for another session in uh, one of our next podcasts. Thank you.